Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 133. Bob Stoffer joining you from Calgary. The Oilers holding a optional practice uh, today. Here at uh, the Saddle Dome in Calgary, Bob Stoffer with the Oilers. The end of a five-game, ten-day road trip. Edmonton so far three zero and one in the trip, four zero and one in their last five games. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for fifty years. For a menu and a list of their fourteen Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation. The Mediterranean chicken. Of course, uh, tonight, Reed Wilkins will have inside sports from uh, 6 to 8. And then tomorrow, starting 6.30, we'll have the face-off show from the Saddle Dome Puck Drop, 8 o'clock, Battle of Alberta. Uh, The two teams tied with identical 24-17-5 records, one point out of uh, first place. Arizona's uh, currently in first, and Vegas... Edmonton, Arizona, Calgary, all separated by one point. The Canucks are four points behind uh, top spot and have two games in hand, but are coming off a stretch where they got blown out 14-4 to in a pair of games down in southern Florida. This will be the Oilers' last road trip this season of more than three games. Pretty uh, user-friendly schedule for Edmonton the rest of the way. Brendan, have we be, uh, been able to hook up with Peter yet? Not quite yet. Still working on it. All right. Well, see if you can uh, make that happen. Uh, let's do this. Uh, we are going to go into our Ashley Fine Floors text line at uh, 780-496-0063. Bob, what Jared wants to know, wouldn't a team like Ottawa or Detroit uh, prefer yes, a pull Yarvey over a second-round draft choice? You know what, Jared? That's a really good point. If if you believe in the player, the answer would be yes. If you don't believe in the player, the answer would be no. Uh, there were anywhere from four to eight teams realistically at least intrigued by Pugliarvi earlier in the year. And, you know, we, we think both uh, Cal- or Florida teams, certainly Tampa Bay, had some interest. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if Boston was looking at, yes, a Pugliarvi at one stage. Some people mentioned the Rangers before. I would not trade personally Pugliarvi for Leah Sanderson unless the Rangers topped it up with another pick. This text comes in again on our Ashley Fine Flores text line. Brendan, just interrupt me here when uh, the package has arrived. Um Bob, the most realistic scenario for the Oilers to go after is Luke Glendening as the right shot center to offset Sheehan, who was the left shot. Uh, could he be had for fourth round pick from Brad? Hmm. Wouldn't give up a second. Um, I don't know. Mark makes the point regarding John Gabriel Pajo. Bob, he's shooting uh, two times his normal shooting percentage. That's what happens with guys. That's what happens. Again, you can, uh, what is this? <laughs> Text us at 
Um, hey, Bob, Victor says, what about Big Joe Thornton as the Oilers' third-line center? Uh, I bet you Big Joe could get uh, Kara playing the right way on a consistent basis. Uh, yeah. I, I don't see that one happening. In terms of Joe Thornton, I got a lot of respect. I don't think, just so you know, I don't think San Jose is out of it. Seriously. I'm not prepared at this stage to write San Jose off. Why would I be? They're a veteran team, even though they've lost Logan Couture. History has suggested that they find a way to be in the playoff mix virtually every year. Victor says, Bob, the Oilers need to release the wrecking ball tomorrow night. Shift number one, set the tone, and don't let up against the Flames. Get tough and gritty. Drive the net hard. Go Oilers. Go. That one comes to us from Victor. My response to that would be, as opposed to Toronto, who don't want to physically engage, Calgary is more than capable of physically engaging. I mean, I'd, you know, look, they got Lucic. They're, I don't, I'm, you know, I would assume Ronaldo might be an option for them to play. Time will tell. But they've got some other, you know, they've got Kachuk, who's an agitator. They've got Sam Bennett, who's an aggressive player that punches above his weight class. Rasmus Anderson is not a shrieking violent on defense. He'll lean back and give you the stick. Uh, Travis Hamannick. Like Calgary's got physicality in their lineup. Bob, Patrick Russell is better than Jujar Kara 5v5, and he's not a defensive liability from Jared. You know what, Jared? I would suggest the numbers would also uh, back up your statement. Like I, Patrick Russell hasn't hurt himself. To me, he's the 13th, 14th NHL forward, which is why he's been out. The question is, does Kara have another level that he can get to? I think we've seen that a couple of years ago. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just completely out to lunch on Jujar, but I had greater expectations than what we've seen uh, to this, uh, this part uh, of the season right now for uh, Jujar Kara. All right, again, you can text us at uh, 780-496-0063. We're in our Ashley Fine Flores text line. Bob, what are the chances? Is a Columbus. This is Mo from Slave Lake. What are the chances that Columbus would deal Boone Jenner? Reunite uh, Caleb Jones uh, and then trade for Toffoli. So he's saying play Neil with McDavid and Cassian, RNH with Drysdale and Yamamoto, play Benson with Jenner and Chase on, and Nygaard with Sheehan and Archibald. Um, hmm. I don't know if Edmonton could fit that in. Uh, Jay has texted the show to say, uh, Bob, what about Miles Wood and Athanasiu? The, the probably, the, the problem, uh, with Miles Wood is he's paid like a third line winger and he's performed like a fourth line winger for the last couple of years. I love Wild, Miles Wood. I, I, I'm not a fan of the contract. I wouldn't add both Miles Wood and Andreas Athanasiu. It'd be an either or situation. I think Miles Wood is up around 2.75 million and Athanasiu is at about 3.2 right now. Trent texts the show to say, Bob, you can't write off the Sharks with all those veteran calls the refs are sure to give them. Oh, Trent, you are a listener to Oilers now. Yes, you are. Bob, forgot to add uh, to Foley, switch him for Chase on. That was in the, uh, Mo again, wanted to jump back in the fray. Pete in Cold Lake says, can't wait for the Battle of Alberta Saturday night. We got a group of 22 Oilers fans from all over the province heading to cheer on the team. It's going to be a home game for the Oilers in Calgary, just like every time that we come to town. That one comes to us from Pete in Cold Lake. 
Does it get colder on a day like today in Cold Lake? I'm going to think so. It's probably pretty cold. Here's what we're going to do. We'll quickly go into a break right now. And again, keep texting us at 780-496-0063. You're listening to Oilers Now on 630 Chad, 630 Chad, the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Eskimos. Hi, this is Oscar Clefbaum from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. <laughs> uh, welcome back, everybody. 143 in Edmonton. Well, the best laid plans. Uh, and just so you know, we are moving Peter uh, Labardius in and out with Mark because of Mark's flight times today. And uh, had a little bit of a malfunction on the junction here. So we'll see if we can uh, find a way to hook up with him. No guarantee that's going to happen in the next uh, 12 minutes of the show. Again, you can text us. And uh, this text comes in on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, imagine if we could get Gallagher from Montreal in a trade. Well, right now, for Brendan Gallagher, there's concerns. Uh, he's experienced some headaches after last night's game. And sometimes what happens is when you have a serious concussion, if you get another one right after, uh, it can be an issue. And I know that Gallagher got jolted along the boards in the second period of last night's game. I, I know I relayed the story before. Jared Stoll had two quick concussions. The second one came on a hit from Samuel Paulson, and he was not the same player for the Oilers for a while. And Edmonton ended up moving him and Matt Green to the L.A. Kings, and those guys went on and won two cups with the L.A. Kings organization. But it takes, sometimes it can take up to a year for a player to come back from uh, two quick concussions. So keep that in mind. Oilers being very patient in terms of Matt Benning as well, who I do expect will be on the ice for the optional uh, today. Bob, the highlight of Rasmus Anderson's career was when Darnell Nurse kicked his butt in Penticton. Um, I got to tell you, I don't believe that to be the case. Uh, I think that uh, the height of Rasmus Anderson's career maybe came a couple days ago when he got himself a, what was it, a six-year contract extension north of $4.5 million. I think he's pretty happy about that. He's a good player. Bob, I think it's time to shake it up, says another texter out of Edmonton. Uh, give Jujar a rest. Uh, Patrick Russell can play. I love the compete from Russell. Jujar needs to make a difference tomorrow night or it actually send him down to the minors. All right, I'm serious about this. If Edmonton put Jujar care on, on waivers, he'd get claimed. I'm telling you that right now. There is never a concern about Granlund. Uh, you know, Sam Gagne wouldn't get claimed on waivers. He's making not, not at a $3 million cap hit. Jujar Kara would get claimed. JB says, Bob, would you do Polyarvi for Hosig? Uh, probably not, to be honest with you. And then the same texter goes, what about for Strom out of Chicago? There is no way Chicago would do that. Dylan Strom had like, did he not have like 55 points last year? There we go. Wow, Mark in the Peace Country is going hard here in this next text. He says, Bob, the Oilers have been riding this horse long enough. Just like when the stagecoaches would swap out tired horses at the next post, Koskinen needs to be swapped in. The gunslingers need a fresh horse in the net as they shoot it out in Cowtown. Uh, Mark is happy Mike Smith has had a terrific start, but it's 2020, not 2010. Smith will stay hungry if he sits tomorrow. Well, he's, my guess is we're going to see Koskinen. I'm going to tell you that right now. Okay, let's go to this day in Oilers history. It is presented by New West Travel. 
Join Oilers now on a great road trip to see the Oilers play the Hawks in Chicago. That takes place in March. You can reach out to New West Travel at newwesttravel.com. What have you got, Brendan? All right. Back in 2006, Sean Horkoff records his first career hat trick as the Oilers beat the Penguins 3-1 at Mellon Arena. UC Markkinen was in goal for the Oilers, helping to hold 19-year-old Sidney Crosby pointless in the game. And that was the last time that the Pittsburgh Penguins failed to get a point in a game against the Edmonton Oilers. 2006. Like the Oilers have got some wins, but they've been in overtime, like dry settles earlier this year. Um, that was the game that Michelle Therrien absolutely lit his team up after the game. Just went off on his hockey club, said they did not care. Uh, Therrien had taken over at that stage from Eddie Olchuk, his head coach in Pittsburgh. And... Uh, he lit his team up, and the Penguins three years later were Stanley Cup champions. Uh, they got rid of some older veterans that weren't producing during the course of that season of the trade deadline. Uh, obviously, Malkin joining Crosby gave them a tremendous one-two punch. Uh, they had Chris Letang emerge out of nowhere on defense, and they had Marc-Andre Fleury in goal. And uh, But that was the time. That was the game that sort of changed the complexion of their organization. Again, Edmonton and Calgary tomorrow night. <laughs> Ken. Ken says, Jujar Kara needs to drop the mitts of Lucic to set the tone or at least try. You commented that Bear didn't play well uh, in Montreal. No targets to pass to. At least he cleared the zone. Your thoughts from Ken. Ken, I love Ethan Bear. Okay? Uh, Ethan Bear, for, for me, if you want to take a look at Oscar Clefbaum, and Darnell Nurse, and when they play their best, this season it's been with Ethan Bear. Like now, Clefbaum has started to pull his game together here five-on-five-wise, uh, partially because Adam Larson's picked it up as well. I think last night Ethan had some chat. Like the Canadian small forwards got in and four-checked hard and forced plays. Valid point by you, though, Ken, that he didn't get any support. Uh, at times, Canadians did a good job. They boxed the Oilers out. Uh, Edmonton was forced to uh, sort of chip and chase as the third period wore on. <laughs> More on Jujar Kara coming in. Keith says, Bob, do you know the scene in Top Gun? where Maverick won't engage in the dogfight, and he mumbles to himself, talk to me, Goose, talk to me, Goose. That's where J.J. is at right now. His head ain't right, but I think he's a heck of a player. I hope he plays through this from Keefe. Well, I don't think anybody is going to mistake Jujar Kara for Maverick in Top Gun at the top of the flight class. But Jujar Kara has something there as a player. He's not playing with an immense amount of confidence. He has to play with greater urgency on the ice. Uh, a couple of years ago, he fought three or four times sticking up for his teammates. I know one time Packer in and got run on the boards by Clutterbuck, and he grabbed Clutterbuck off a draw and kicked the snot out of him. Another time, um, who's the defenseman in Vancouver? Fattenberg. It was with the Kings. He, Fattenberg got a good piece of Pulley and Kara went after him and tuned him up. Now, those guys aren't guys. I mean, Clutterbuck's a middleweight, and Fattenberg doesn't have a lot of fights in his... Uh, uh, CV to this point, but gotta say, 
Jujar's got to find a way here. And sometimes the easiest thing to do is to get engaged with somebody on the ice. There will be willing participants tomorrow night against Calgary if he's in the lineup. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm one of the guys that still thinks there's something there with Kara. But I'm telling you right now, you talk to enough pro scouts around the league, he does not clear uh, through waivers. No chance. Now, he's got another year left in his deal. He's moderately priced. There's a shortage of... there's like The Oilers could trade him tomorrow for another small, quick forward that plays in the bottom six. They could do that deal tomorrow. But he has a dimension that there's a short of, you know. Bob, I just wanted to hear you say, talk to me, Goose. It's made my day. Well, thank you, Keith. I'm there for you. Thanks for uh, texting in on the show. Bob, when do we hear the results from the last man standing contest? I have no idea. Is, is today the last day of last man standing? I think it is. Mark and Red Deer says, and to add to my point on Kara. Uh, oh, no, I've totally lost track here where Mark was texting. <laughs> so, anyhow, it's all good. Oilers and the Flames tomorrow, two teams with almost identical records. Again, the Oilers hitting the ice for an optional, which means tomorrow likely will be a uh, full uh, full bore minor uh, morning skate for the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club. Reed Wilkins has uh, inside sports tonight. Brendan Escott, what has he got? He has former Calgary Flames great Theo Fleury. A look back at uh, all goals by goalies. Co-host of 6.30 Chad Morning, Shea Ganim on Minor Hockey Week. You'll hear from former U of A Golden Bears basketball coach Don Horwood and founder and director of Free Footy Edmonton. That's Tim Adams. All right. Uh, Don Horwood was the basketball coach at the U of A when I was the SID and I would tell you right now, there's three or four guys I know out there that could easily step in and host shows like this and do two guy shows. And we try to use Brendan as much as we can on orders now. Uh, but Don Horwood was a guy capable of co-hosting a sports show. Of course, he had a more important job. He was the head coach of the Golden Bears basketball team and led them to three national championships back-to-back in the mid-1990s. I believe the years were 94, 95, and then a championship in 2002 as well. One of the uh, most knowledgeable sports people I've ever met. There's two more guys in town that I know that could do this. One is Doug Wade. Some of you would know him as Daily Doug. He told me he wouldn't call our show if the orders traded Taylor Hall. The orders went out and traded Taylor Hall. And he uh, told me that the night the orders won the lottery with Connor McDavid. And the other guy uh, that could do it is Jack Hookson from Pro-Am Sports. So there's a, a couple guys out there. When I think of Horwood and his breadth of knowledge on sports, and then think of those two guys, I think of guys that could easily step in and host sports show on a moment's notice. Um, Jay has texted the show to say, Bob, is Anthony Peluso strictly an American Hockey League signing? Yes, Jay. Anthony Peluso is on an AHL-only deal. The orders are at 48 contracts. That's the other thing about Pugliarvi. If they were to trade Pugliarvi for a current active player at this stage, uh, they would be up to 49 contracts. And they've got some, you know, fair amount of dead contracts right now. They're running into a tough spot. Again, Bakersfield in action tonight. They are home to Ontario. Ontario coming off a 9-0 loss at the hands of the San Jose Barracuda. 
I it wouldn't surprise me if Bakersfield maybe adds a goaltender in the next week to 10 games to help out their push to make the playoffs. The uh, Edmonton Oil Kings tonight are in Saskatoon to play the Blades. The WHL trade deadline is in an hour. I do not envision that the uh, Edmonton Oil Kings will be adding anything, but you never know. Could be wrong there. Oilers tomorrow night. The Alberta Golden Bears are home and home. Uh, they'll be at Clear Drake Arena tomorrow night against Mount Royal. They're in Calgary tonight at the Flames uh, Community Arena to take on Mount Royal tonight. Oilers tomorrow. Calgary Flames, 6.30. Face-off show, 8 o'clock, buck drop. That wraps up the Friday edition of Oilers Now. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jalen Nye. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.